Hello. Hello. Welcome to Club de Club de Cuervos. Yes. I, I'm Melina. And I'm James. And this week's episode is episode 10, New Dick in Town. Yes. And what are your initial impressions of the episode, James? Uh, it was funny in places. Yeah. And what about the other places? <laughs> Dramatic in the other places. Ooh, okay. Well, let's start by looking at the first part of the episode, which is the quote in English. It's a soccer team is like a beautiful woman. When you don't tell her, she forgets she is beautiful by Arsene Wenger. Except it actually says, a good team is like a woman. When you don't remind her she is beautiful, she forgets. Uh-huh. Okay. And then we start off with an, uh, what is it? Like a promotional video, a tour, a tourism video advertising the beautiful town of Nuevo Toledo. Yes, with the Cuervos, and, and Ayator makes a goal, and he is the one welcoming them to the town, even though he just got there, too. <laughs> yes, walks up to the camera. This is my new home. You should come here, too. And, and they're very enthusiastic about it. And then the beginning credits run. It's sponsored by the, the government of Nuevo Toledo. And then the next scene after the credits is Moises, Quau, and Rio are outside of either a club or a hotel with some women that they just met and this they're at the valet station mm -hmm. and this guy no these cars show up and the valet person says fancy cars they're fancy cars and the valet person said that these are these are your cars and they they say no these aren't our cars and then some guy comes up and said these are courtesy of if mr eliseo Ooh, mr eliseo but Moises doesn't want to take the cars because he knows that that he will owe Eliseo something. But Quao takes the car first with the woman, and then Rio takes another car with the woman as well. And the guy tells him that uh, that he should take the cars, and and Moises says no. Mm-hmm. He refuses. And, and then the girl he was with goes with the car. <laughs> yes, and the guy who, who talked to them about it. This is the episode where I finally realized for sure that Rio does not speak any Spanish. Well, he's he, only said Portuguese before, but they didn't make they never made it so clear as this episode that he doesn't speak any Spanish. Well, well, he doesn't speak any Spanish in the episode because that's how he chooses to communicate. Uh huh. He doesn't seem everybody, but people only talk to him in Portuguese. It doesn't seem like no, he understands. No, that. the other all the other people respond to him oh, in okay. Spanish. I missed that. So. Uh, and then when the uh, he he Moises calls the the guy Mexican car Kent, I don't know. <laughs> oh, that was, really that was Eliseo's lackey. He called him that. Yes, and, and then he's surprised when the woman that he was with goes off with that other guy, and I'm like, dude, that those are the those are the type of women that you attract. <laughs> yes, it's not like you're meeting them in church. <laughs> 
Okay. Uh, yes. So then the next scene is Felix at home, and he is... Smoking like a James Bond villain. Yes, according to his wife, because he is upset that the Cuervos have not been mentioned in any Mexican newspapers. Mm-hmm. And his wife says, it's Tuesday, what do you want them to report? And he said, no, this, it's not there at He's all. He's convinced that this is suspicious. Mm-hmm. And then his wife tells their maid to help them with the linen closet. Okay. <laughs> what do you think, funny? Gotta keep those linens in order. What do you think of Felix's suspicions? Well, uh, I think they are correct. Okay. And we will hear more about that later. What do you think of Felix's smoking? Too much is not good for him. I care about Felix's health. Okay. And the next scene is Isabel going to the club, and uh, I forgot the guard's name, but he won't let her in because it's it's orders from Chava. Yes, and then so she gets her chauffeur to say, hey, I need to come in here, and then her chauffeur gets a message on his earpiece, and he's like, oh, new orders, and he starts helping the guard block the door and not letting her in. And then, and then she tries to run to the other entrance, and they follow her. Yeah, they both <laughs> shuffle sideways over to, uh, to, to block her from the other gate. And then uh, Isabel decides to take the keys herself and figure out a solution, leaving Wilson and the guard there at the gate. Mm-hmm. Also shows the comedy of the show, where they where they they have special orders is very important, but they're also really silly. Yes, because <laughs> there's only two of them. <laughs> yeah, there's a really nice balance between comedy and drama in this show. They can't physically block the gate from her. I mean, they they could because she's only one person, but they're big. The gate is bigger than they are. Yeah. Yeah, Felix is back on the field, and he's smoking, and he's watching the game. It, I remember how in an earlier episode, he was really carefully hiding his smoking, and he's totally given up on that now. That is true. There is continuance of character and mm-hmm. development. The game he's watching, Ayator is is hogging all the shots, and uh, he is not working well with Moises. And then he, then he delivers... Uh, then Ayator delivers a speech to the team about um, something that Messi told him. Uh, no, Pique told him at the World Cup. And He's name dropping. Yes, and uh, I guess uh, I guess they're the same person. I don't know about soccer. Okay. <laughs> So, I mean, he's not even real. So, so the point is, some, some famous person, uh, uh, Lionel Messi told him that you have one job to do, get the ball in the back of the net, do your job, don't think. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, Moises is not impressed, and neither is, uh, Pausini. Mm-hmm. He wants him to get back to practicing. It, I think it would have been better received if he, had uh, spoken to Pausini about this because uh, because Pausini has the same sort of philosophy about thinking, but Ayatollah he doesn't like Ayatollah. Yeah, showboating and interrupting the practice. Mm-hmm. And then Felix comes over to talk to Pausini to find out where Quao and Rio are, and they're injured. Bum bum bum! The same two guys who took the car. That's right. And Pausini is concerned, but Felix says that he'll deal with it. So then he goes to the doctor's office, uh, asks the, um, the club, 
uh, to find out what's happening. Quao has a hurt knee, and Rio has a hurt neck. And mm -hmm. uh, Felix orders this uh, extensive regimen for for Quao to do, so he can't just go home and he's he's on to them. He, yes, he he is, and he and he um he says he wants him in the pool three times a day, uh, doing weights, uh, the treadmill. And something, some other thing, and then he's going to sleep at the gym and have full time surveillance. <laughs> yes, and so he can't just go home and do nothing. And he doesn't tell anything to Rio, uh, but he does. They do speak to each other in Portuguese, and uh, then then after that, Felix talks to the doctor and 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 hugs him and looks at his watch and says, "Congratulations on the new watch." Uh huh. So we know that the doctor's on the take from LSAO too. Yeah. And the next scene is when uh, Felix, upset about all these, uh, all these uh, 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 interference with his team from Aliseo, he goes to find Chava, and then Chava, but but before Felix got there, Chava is having some sort of meal with Ayator. I don't know what it is because the day's already started and it's not lunchtime yet. But uh, Ayator, it's a big pile of fruit meal. Ayator tries to to ask the chef if they can test out the the the. Uh, the, the chef says that that some of the fruit is a is a uh, aphrodisiac. Yes, and he wants to try it out with the chef, and the chef is confused, and he leaves before uh, before Chala can tell uh, tell Ayator no more dicks. And then Felix comes in mm -hmm. and wants to. Uh, wants to talk with Chava. Chava says he's having a meeting, but Ayator says he needs to fart so he can leave. <laughs> and then he does and says that you're still here. Mm -hmm. And so so uh, Felix and Chava have a meeting outside of the doorway. And um, Felix tells him that LSAO is interfering with their players. And Chava says, Nah. Now that's silly. Why would I believe you, a person who's been running this team for over a decade? Yeah. And then, and then, uh, uh, Felix tells Chava that he, that he needs to pay attention to his star player, and Chava says, "That's what I'm doing." He says, "No, Moises, he took away his his captainship and his shirt," and he's like, "No, Moises, that's fine." Mm-hmm. Like Chava has no sense. Yes. What? Moises, uh, like the quote in the beginning, Moises needs to be told he is beautiful. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't realize, <laughs> Chava doesn't realize that they're not getting covered in the in the Mexican papers. And he says, who reads the papers? And he says, they're online. And so then Felix says, yeah, they're, yes, they're not uh, being covered online either mm -hmm. in the Mexican papers. And Chava's like, nah, I'm fine. Seems like a lot of power for LSAO to have. Well, I mean, if he's he's in, uh, he's past middle aged man who has been doing this his whole life. So I I guess uh, this is his area of the world that he has conquered mm -hmm. uh, through whatever means. He he's decided that I'm going to own football in Mexico and uh, Central America and South America. Yeah. That's what he's going to do. Okay. And uh, then Chala returns to the, the 
the meeting area with the food to find Ayator with a, uh, a papaya on his penis. And, and was like, I thought you were going to take longer. <laughs> and then uh, Chava and Felix go into Felix's office to talk. Then Isabel comes back now with her uncle and I think the governor yeah. and and some gentleman in a uh, in the security outfit and a a vest. Yeah, he's wearing a bulletproof vest. Yes. So then his uh, uh, Isabel's uncle tells the guard that he is on the board of the team. So so he controls Chava's salary. Yeah, he's Chava's boss. So uh, the guard eventually lets them through. And then they go upstairs. But before they get there, Chava's having a meeting with his two idiot friends, the yes. only friends he has. His two stooges. And uh, they're talking about new developments that'll that'll make things uh, better for Cuervos 2.0. Let's have let's have the team live tweet during the game. Mm-hmm. It, it, without him saying, wait a minute, the, they're, they're having this discussion as if they don't have a head of marketing and PR already, but... But Chalice thinks, oh, his friends have great ideas. Why don't we just make this happen? Like he made it happen with the jerseys. And mm-hmm. Hugo uh, Sanchez isn't there. Neither is Hugo Chavez. <laughs> yes, I missed them both in this episode. And and they have an idea that they need to... There's too many ugly ugly dudes in the stadium, so they want to put on a magic yeah, mic Yeah, they need magic mic stars. With Matthew McConaughey, so that more women will come in. And, like, but... But you were the soccer team. Like, they have their priorities in the right place. And they're, they're like, yeah, that, this is a great idea. I'm like, it, yeah, if you have no other factors for the team. But I understand, again, that this scene is supposed to show that Chava's an idiot and his friends are dumber. <laughs> yes, and he, and he, they are even worse than him. Uh, of course, I'm into marketing and thinking, what is wrong with you people? <laughs> you can't just do things in a bubble. How'd that, how'd that work out for you before, Chava? And how is it going to continue? Well, to from his point of view, it worked out great. Everything mm-hmm. always comes out, Chava. <sighs> And oh, then he, then they say, uh, "How much are you going to pay?" And he, and Chava says, "Write a number, and it's yours." As if the salaries of the people in the in the team don't need to be approved Chava by anybody. Doesn't understand how anything works. <laughs> I just going to pay you whatever you write down. That's not how it works. <laughs> oh my gosh! So so Isabel and and their uncle enter the office. And uh, and she wants her uncle and the governor to tell her that tell him that they can't do that anymore. The governor says, "Hey, we said we'd handle this." And then they almost get into another uh, physical fight again. Yeah, Isabel and Chaba. Yeah, as supportive as the governor and her uncle were of getting her into the building, once they're actually in front of Chava, they seem to be waffling a little bit, and they don't seem to want to take sides anymore. Oh uh, yes. Well, they might, they might want to, they might not want to, uh... They just want to avoid conflict? Yes, because they don't, they don't seem to be that, that skillful in, uh, in conflict resolution and negotiation either. Mm-hmm. And they don't, they don't seem to have an idea of how to, of the fact that 
this seems to be a, a new development for them that they hadn't considered because before they were only dealing with Salvador who had bought the team and built everything to run it. Mm-hmm. And now they're dealing with two people who are who are owners of the whole enterprise and don't know how to deal with each other. So yeah. so they weren't at first they weren't in in management. They were just on the board of like how is everything supposed to run? And now that they have their their uh, they have to deal with two people who who uh, have different capabilities and understandings of the business and it's and they they put the wrong one as president now they're like oh what are we supposed to do we didn't have these problems when salvador was here and uh uh as tia luis says that he tells chava your father would be very disappointed and And chava says yes he would i can't believe she's anything like that i'm like chava He's talking about you! Yeah. So now Isabel uh, walks to her office and no one's talking to her and she's very sad. Yes, and she's that- walking around and noticing that nobody's making eye contact or responding to her greetings. And it's like like what Chavez said to her earlier uh, has made her sensitive to the fact that she feels she's noticing that she's being shunned now. Mm-hmm. And that continues throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. Then next, Chava and Moises go to a bar, and they reminisce on some woman who they slept with before, and she makes goat noises. And then as uh, Chava was asking about uh, about Moises' son, Paolo, who he calls Pablo, even though uh, he's 14 years Moises old. Has, and Moises has to correct everybody when he... Uh, when they say his name. But no, it's not everybody. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's Chava and Chava Ayator. And Ayator yeah. So Ayator hasn't met this child before, so it's it's fine. But presumably Chava has known Moises for a long time. Yes. <laughs> because they used to go out to bars together. And uh, he has to remind him how old he is. And he says, oh, no, you're doing a great job. He knows that mm-hmm. when, when parents get divorced, it, they're angry. But then they get over it. And so Moises tries to tell him about how he's feeling about where he wants he wants his son to go to school. And and Chava isn't paying attention because he's texting with Ayator to go to another bar. Mm-hmm. And and Chava's saying, you, you're invited, too. You have to... Uh, you have to know how to deal with him, and Moises says no. And uh, then Chava decides, well, I'm going to go, and I'm going to pay for this. Bye! Instead of actually doing what Felix asked him to do, which is take care of Moises's feelings. Right, yeah. It's like he stayed on he stayed on task to keep to take care of Moises's feelings for, what, 30 seconds? And then he's sidetracked and yes. Itor again. And doing the exact thing that Felix doesn't want him to do. Mm-hmm. So Moises is left in the club alone because they didn't go with anybody else. Then we get to Potro, who is still having problems problems with his penis, and the woman he's with uh, is tired of it, and she she escapes from beneath the covers and ends up leaving without right. Uh, he, she she disappears, and then he wonders where he she went. And she said, oh, I'm going to go. Bye. Mm-hmm. And, and Pocho gets very mad. Yes, he's very upset. 
then we see that we are at Moises's home and he has received a, a envelope with a soccer ball keychain and keys and a new contract. Uh, invitation to another uh, another soccer club. Which I don't, I don't, I, I know that we're going to see what it is later, but I can't tell what it is from yeah, they, the papers. It's a, it's a blue circle with a white star inside of it. Yeah. Not, not a team that I remember seeing mentioned before. So he thinks about it mm-hmm. and he looks at it, but, uh, and then almost right away his, uh, his phone rings and it's, uh, LSAO. Uh, talking to him, <clears throat> it's like, "Did you get the pa- Did you get the package?" Uh, and it's it's for Club Artromidos, and I think it's Greek because I see some Greek letters. Hmm. So it might be for a, a a club in Greece. Uh, yes, as James was saying, Aliseo uh, calls him immediately. Uh, as if he knows he got the package because mm-hmm. maybe someone is waiting outside trying to figure out when he picked it up and opened it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Eliseo is is uh, on, sitting on a couch watching uh, a, this little girl walk back and forth trying to have her head up. And she's, she's a little girl. She may be four years old. Yes, so now we instead of seeing him wielding uh, ninja stars and knives, he's wielding a granddaughter, I guess. <laughs> I hope so. It might be his daughter. Who knows? Yes. Uh, and Moises says that he wants to stay a Cuervo, and and Elisteo says you're on a sinking ship, and uh, Chava doesn't respect you, and uh, and Moises says, but that's what. But that's what you want to do to me, too. I don't want to owe you anything. And so then Moises... Uh, they uh, refer to the story of some other player. And it's like they Bofo. all know... The, Bofo, yeah, they know the story. And it's apparently something bad happened to him. So Moises says no. And so then Eliseo goes back to this child and says to put your bottom out and keep your head up while you walk. And turn to the side. Yes, like she's, be, like she's being coached, oh yeah, coached for a uh, beauty pageant or something. And Isabel is still being shunned, so she mm-hmm. calls the governor and her her tio to have a meeting about eliminating Chava. Yeah, well, not, well, not eliminating him, just making him leave. He, she goes, <laughs> She's he, not going to kill he, him. <laughs> he has to go. And then Apocho starts making a shrine in the locker room. Uh, for uh, vigor, and Tony asks if, oh, it's on the field. And yes, so he says, yes, on the field. He's got some very follic little stone idols that he's sticking in his shark- soccer shoes. And those are those are the only uh, lines that Tony has. And in the, the meeting before with Chava and his two dumb friends, oh, one yeah, of them but... says, uh, you know, we could, that he, they want to have the players' Twitter handles on their on their jerseys instead of their names, and then underneath, let's say, God forbid, something happens to Tony, and then then it'll be hashtag We're with you, Tony. <laughs> I like that Tony got that <laughs> shout out. <laughs> then uh, let's see, Moises brings Paolo to the soccer club where one of the coaches recognizes Paolo and said it's been a while, and. Moises tries to figure out things that he can do with his son, and uh, then he introduces him to Ayator, who calls him Pablo, 
the No Paolo, and he talks about, uh, Ayator talks about all these famous players like Neymar and other people yeah. that he played with, and, uh, and says, what did he say? He, he says, yes, yeah, like that in Europe. Hasn't your father taken you to Europe? Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then he said, no, he's only taking me to Acapulco. And then Moises feels bad. And then I think to myself, Moises, why haven't you taken him to Europe? Cause, cause obviously you have a bunch of money if you live in that house. I mean, I don't know what Nuevo Toledo real estate is like, but you should have enough money at this point to Get your kid out of Mexico for Early, a while. Earlier he was worrying about what kind of school he was going to get his son into. Yes. Yeah. But we don't know why. Because we, we, we really don't have that much information about Moises and his son other than now. Now he's in Zacatecas with Jimena because that's where Jimena took him. Yeah. But other than that, I'm like, I, don't, I didn't even know how old he was because no one told me. I think we only saw him once before and yeah. he didn't have any lines. Now there's just deepness with Moises and his and his son about being a father and the cat's in the cradle. <laughs> <laughs> now there's Ayator. Why are you taking him to Europe? <laughs> so, yes. it it. I mean, I don't know if I'll... It, it would be weird that he hasn't gone to Europe at all. I got I get the feeling that this this idea of being close with his son is an afterthought and that he didn't start thinking about until his marriage went on the rocks and he's like, "Oops, I should have been paying attention to my kid all along." Or it would have been nice if since they're playing they're playing soccer in Mexico that he would have at least taken him around Mexico for these games with Jimena. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're not supposed to think that deeply about it. We're just supposed <laughs> to say Moises feels bad because he's his child is impressed with Ayator and not him. Yes, that's what we're getting from this scene. We're not supposed to be, be, be discussing the finer points of HR and and um and business management and marketing effectiveness in the <laughs> in the Mexican football league and and parenting skills from from club players and and then uh and divorce rates and, and stuff like that. We're, I'm all into the what about the technicalities of when you're on a board and now it's a family business but the person who created the business is gone and you have to deal with children and their generational issues and these idiots over here. It's just supposed to be uh he likes Ayator more than his father. Next scene Yes. How do you feel about that, James? I feel ways about that. What kind of way do you feel? Okay. So let's go to the next scene. So they're going to the game, and and in the tunnel, Ayator stops Moises mm-hmm. and says, "Hey, we're we're uh, he can't remember his name either, even though he's been there for so it's, long." It's hard to tell if he can't remember his name or if he's doing it on purpose. Um, At first, I thought he was joking, but that, but then he said, ah, "I can't remember names." Yeah, he just seems like his brain is a little fried, mm-hmm. and so he's like trying to bond with him and let's say, "Let's play well together." And then he propositions him for sex, well, and no, he still he says, "Come on!" And he hugs him and brings him in closer. He's like, "Yeah, that's it. We're yeah, one we, now. We, we and should now get let's naked. T- let's take off our clothes." Like, wait, what? And, and, and then he. That he's like, no, no, we're we're men, and 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 you know we're playing together like men. Let's let's go, let's go out and have a party like a Roman bacchanal. <laughs> and then he says, yeah, and then 
And then Moises hasn't said anything until he until he says what? And, and uh, then Ayator suggests that they kill a pig together, and then he goes off to the field, and Moises is standing there completely confused as Classic to what is going Ayator. on. <laughs> so they go to the field, and uh, they're they're playing, and I think Ayator doesn't. Uh, doesn't pass to Moises. Or and, Moises. It's bo- I think it's both ways. They're not passing to each other. And then Ayator insists that he wasn't covered. And then he uh, insults. So then Ayator insults Moises. And then uh, then eventually Ayator steals the ball from Moises to score a goal. And then uh, Moises uh, tackles, tackles him. him. And they have a fight on the field. Yes. Which ends up on the YouTubes. Yes. And but before we can get to the thought of that, we have Mary Lou's baby shower at the club. Yeah, Isabel's just walking through the club and she uh, she's on her way to her meeting with her, her uh, uncle and the governor. And she just sees that there's the baby shower going on and she notices her mother is there. Mm-hmm. And, she, and her mother and Isabel and Chava's mother comes over and... Mary Lou says, I would have invited you, but you wouldn't have come. And uh, then Isabel uh, says, is this a meeting of witches? And so then they all laugh at her. And one woman, who I don't know who she is, thinks, oh, no one calls you over, madam. So then Isabel talks to her mother and asks what this change of heart is, because she was supposed to hate Mary Lou's too. And then her her mother says, "No, I've become a Buddhist, and now I do these chants." <laughs> yes, and, and so she's trying to get Isabella to do the chants too. What did uh, James think of this? Well, I am glad that uh, Isabel's mother has found this harmony. Mm. How would you feel if uh, if your uh, uh, mother was now at the uh, baby shower of your uh, father's? Uh, uh, girlfriend's baby. I don't know. That would be weird. But I'm still I'm still crossing my fingers and hoping for a future uh, Isabel Mary Lou's alliance. Mm-hmm. What do you think that would bring, Bunny? Um. Well, uh, if if Mary Lou's new baby. Uh, gets one third of the uh, of the family fortune, then Isabel and Mary Lou's together can outvote anything that Chava does. Mm. Well, and sooner about... or later, she's going to realize that. What What does a baby have to say about this? Wow! <laughs> okay. So Isabel goes uh, to the room for her meeting. But the governor and Tia Luis aren't there. And, and she, they stand her up. And uh, Chava comes in instead and says, Oh, they didn't even tell you you were coming. I got a call from both of them tra- talking about your coup. They, they said you were pathetic. And then then he says, uh, What are you going to do now? Hope that, that uh, dad comes from the grave and says, Oh, I'm not dead. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering... I mean, obviously he uh, he found out about this meeting and interfered and called it off. And the uh, and the uncle and the governor were not not willing to uh, 
to support Isabel on this, but I I suspect that they didn't really say those things, and he's just telling her uh, that they thought she was pathetic. He that that really sounded like Chava talking, not them. Mm-hmm. And then Chava, some after Isabel leaves, uh, after being embarrassed by Chava, Chava symbolically sits down in her seat and drinks the rest of her whiskey. Yes, and smiles. Even though I know he's hurting inside because he mentioned before that he was, uh, for in the previous episodes, that he's upset that his sister is not supporting him. Mm-hmm. So then Isabel goes home and finds Rafa in bed and uh, has sex with him and tells him that she wants a baby now. And he says, okay. And then we get to the meeting in Felix's office uh, between... Moises and Ayator uh, with Chava behind Felix and I think it's Pausini yeah, on the Pausini other side. And and he and Felix says uh, that they need to figure this out and Ayator says if 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 this isn't a good situation then I'm not gonna play and so then Felix says, You're gonna play when we tell you you're gonna play. You need to figure this out in private like men and so then uh, then Felix exit, Pausini exit, and then Fel- and then Chava hits the table too. <laughs> yes, <laughs> as, if, as if he said anything of any use. And then so uh, and then so they're left there alone in the room, and Moises uh, and and uh, Ayator left alone in the room. Right, and so Ayator uh, he wants to to you know heal this this divide, so he comes out with this super condescending old dog new puppy metaphor, and at the and, end he explains. I'm the puppy in this metaphor. Mm. And uh, Moises is not having it and walks out. Yes, Moises walks out. Okay, so, so he, he also says that the uh, the old dog has to be sensitive to the new puppy. And then he says, shall we sniff each other's butts? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and, uh, and as you said, Moises walks out and Ayator just sits there. <laughs> I guess waiting for something to happen. When are we going to sniff butts? And then uh, the next scene is Isabel at home watching Rafa on the TV on Nacion football. She had no idea. She's like, "Why is he on Nacion football?" <laughs> and and there and the two the two hosts whose name I still don't know. The good commentator and the bad commentator. They show up like that in the credits. Oh, okay. Well, they're asking him about about uh, inside Club de Cuervos, and he says everything's fine. <laughs> okay, great. Thanks. <laughs> yes, he, he's trying to be very diplomatic, and therefore can't give him them the answers that he wants. And then they're like, "How, how's Chava's leadership?" And he says, uh, "Felix and Pausini are great." <laughs> he says, "Chava's my brother-in-law." Yes, we know. <laughs> they look so they look so disappointed. Just. I guess that's all we're getting out of this. <laughs> <laughs> they, they expected a lot of a lot of more. Uh, oh my goodness! It, yes. it, but it, it seems like they that all of them should have figured out what was going to be said, so that so that it seemed it they could have figured out something where where Rafa could could explain things like he could have explained exactly what everybody has seen in a diplomatic way, but given it emphasis so it feels like oh and then they realize later that oh he didn't say anything new but he said it in an exciting way yeah but now it just seems like 
It's like they didn't plan that segment of Nation football very well. No. They really should have better producers. <laughs> so next is is uh, Felix, and now he's surrounded by smoke in his, uh, his close-up from mm-hmm. behind. But he goes to talk to Pausini and asks, where's Moises? And Pausini tells him that Moises is injured. And and Felix is not happy about that. Pausini's not happy about it either. Mm-hmm. And he and Felix asks if Pausini has spoken to Eliseo, and Pausini intimates that he try. He says, "I don't try not to get involved as much as I can." But yes. Uh, and then uh, Felix says, "You're fired." And then they shake hands and keep standing there looking at the team. And that's it. Yeah, <laughs> that was an interesting twist. But it shows the relationship between them and the relationship that they have with Eliseo and that they are, they, they, as, as people who are very entrenched in the soccer industry in Mexico and each have a relationship with Eliseo, that they have an understanding and not, and they're not blowing up at each other mm-hmm. like Ayator and Moises. There in silence afterwards seemed like it wasn't personal. You know, they were still, they still liked each other as as people, but they were in a position where uh, Eliseo had come between them. Well, yes, it, and it, it felt, it, and they both understood that, and it felt like they they also had an understanding that the the players don't have, and that Isabel and Chava don't have. And that what they're doing at the moment doesn't define them or their whole career. Mm-hmm. Like it's something that they they are dealing with pragmatically the situation, even though it causes causes disruption. Similar to how Goyo did, he was he uh, Ch- Chava fired him. Uh, he went on about his business, and he's. He seems pretty fine about it. Like, eating yeah, nice how food is he? At, <laughs> nice food at nice restaurants. But Isabel and Chow are taking every every machination of the larger game of uh, the football industry in Mexico so personally, mm-hmm. as if there's, as if they feel like they have this, they they feel like they have this control over what they're doing, whereas um, Pausini and Felix, although they are very talented and very skilled and have a lot of experience they understand that this is only one part and now they're gonna try to do something else to make it uh to whatever their next move is but they don't seem as they don't seem to take everything as a personal slight against them Mm -hmm. yes what do you have to say james I'm looking forward to seeing what happens next. Okay. So who? So for this episode, who is your most valuable player? Ta-da! Oh, my vo- most valuable player. Um, I don't know. I didn't think about it. You want to go first? Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, okay, I'll say. I think for this ep- episode, I'm going to say Felix is my most valuable player. Mm. And And why is that? Um, he did what he needed to do, and he was really firm with people, and he, um, uh, it's like he, he recognizes what's going on in the team, and he's, uh, he's, he's on top of it. Mm. Um, 
And he he does that occasionally, and sometimes he's not. Sometimes he's just deferring to uh, to Chava. I guess I just liked him in this episode. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say most valuable player for me in this episode was uh, Isabel's mother. Oh, yes. <laughs> because she, similarly to Pausini and Felix, she understands that uh, things do not always turn out the way you expected or the way that you like them. But it is better to figure out how to live with the existing situations, which will clearly change as they always have, instead of being mad at someone, especially <laughs> especially an unborn child, mm -hmm. uh, just because your relationships with this dead person didn't work out. Yeah. So it seems like they are they they have come together in in this community of women, most of whom's names we don't know, have come together to celebrate something good happening, unlike this community of men who are all dysfunctional. Mm -hmm. And who is your least valuable player? I don't know. The papaya? The papaya didn't do anything funny. Stop blaming the victim. <laughs> You're right. Um, I don't know. Maybe the Stooges? Oh, they, they, <laughs> they had a whole lot of worse than nothing to offer. I would say the least valuable player... I always want to say Chava initially because he's a doofus. Mm -hmm. But in this particular episode, the least valuable player was Quow, who did not anticipate that ha that uh, faith falsifying an injury in order to get a car would now mean that he has to sleep at the club with 24-hour <laughs> surveillance. Yes, and he was the first one to, to take that car. Yes. What are you looking forward to in future episodes? Um, I feel like we're headed straight towards a LSAO showdown, so I'm hoping that's what the next episode's going to be. Uh, and uh, I feel like it was just hinting at more Mary Lou's fun, which mm. we'll see before the end of the season somewhere. Okay. Well, and that is it for Club de Club de Cuervos for today. Yay! Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.